0: One, two. We solid. Let's get it. Repeat offenders. Yo, yo, yo. Episode five. I'm here with the homie Jarrell. What's happening, my man? Thank you for coming back. Greet the people. Yo, what's going on, people? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> you like a staple now. <laughs> you are like a staple now. So, um, you good? Every, everything good? How's life? Yeah, I mean, hanging in there, you know. Just maintaining,
1: same as everybody else, man. Nah, nah. What you got?
0: I'm good. I'm good um same shit uh we just gonna jump right into this motherfucker i was having a conversation shout out to the homie ant um what are some signs that you're outgrowing people huh what are some signs like when it's time to just like move on and it's not like relationship a lot of times when we talk about that it just gets boiled down to you know your partner but like as simple as friends
1: yeah I mean, I don't feel like it's ever just, like, cut and dry like that. Like, it's usually kind of, like, progressive over time or right. something like right? Like, you just start to notice certain things about people. Just like, man, mm, you know, I never really noticed that about this motherfucker before. Like, I don't know, like, maybe uh, they tend to, like, just have maybe some, like, like if it's a white friend, maybe just, like, kind of say some borderline racist shit all the time. Or just, like, always kind of, like, on the wrong side of an issue. I just be like,
0: man, you know. I think we've seen that a lot recently. Yeah. More recently. Oh, exactly. like I feel like... I feel like this culture or, like, just in recent years, everybody's been a lot more bold yeah. with whatever their stance is. I mean, I hate to be the
1: one to say this because of my political stances, but has it been since Trump? No. No? I, because no, before It's that.
0: not. It's not. And I, um, I'm not no Trump apologist or anything like that, but if your eyes were open, like, you're aware of... That this shit has existed since the beginning of time. Yeah. Not even the beginning of time, but like, especially since the inception of this country. This country, country, sure. That, um, you know, it kind of feels like since Trump's
1: been around that a lot of people have gotten a lot more bold. You know, I just, a lot of stuff that you might not have seen before, you know, this is, you know, Trump's America, grab him by the pussy and whatnot, right? There was a time where, you know, a lot of guys felt like, hey, I could just get away with saying whatever the fuck I want to the women. I mean, they
0: did that already. Yeah. I, I won't say there wasn't a Trump effect. Like clearly, there's a Trump effect. It's like a multiplier. I think nothing he's done should be a surprise mm. to to anyone. Yeah. And if it has been a surprise, it's either you've been willfully ignorant, or well, you're not paying attention, or you're not paying attention. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I bring this up because like. Like you've had to outgrow people And it doesn't always have to be something as extreme as racism It's true You know it can be just life just you know Taking you apart But like we always talk about you know It's a good sign It's like a sign of growth and stuff like that But you know what like they don't talk about Mm -hmm. They don't talk about how annoying it is Before you actually get away from that motherfucker Yeah Whoever you're talking about Like how like much disdain can grow
1: Oh absolutely Right Especially if it's like a you used to call each other a lot, yeah. and then you haven't. There's always that thing like, oh, well, he ain't called me, or such and such ain't called me. Why should I call him? That's petty, <laughs> It is petty. It is petty.
0: Um, but it's also like the things you relate on, mm-hmm. the things you talk about. Yeah. Like some of the, like, the things that they're focused on really highlights how far y'all have drifted apart. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so it's like... Sometimes, I've been in that situation where, you know, the things they're into, the things they're still worried about, like, I'm off that shit. Like, yeah. we on to the next shit. we yep. trying to grow. We trying you know, build this, that, and the third. Yeah, you only yeah. want to surround yourself with people that, you know... You like-minded, like like-minded and, yeah. you know, forward-thinking and shit like yeah. that. Um, Does that put you in the echo chamber a bit? Not like that. Not like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody just confirming my thoughts. But what yeah. I'm saying is, like, I don't want to talk about what you did at the club. Okay, I got you. I don't care you know, the girls that you're juggling at this time in your life. Right. Like we're a little too old to be doing certain
1: certain things. Yeah, you're at a different level in your life different stage in
0: your life. Exactly. So like I have a problem with people who talk a lot but don't like say nothing of substance. Oh yeah. (laughs) So sometimes people just be talking your fucking ear off. The word
1: salad. Yeah. And I just
0: remember like being in those situations where like you kinda have this epiphany moment, like almost like an out of body experience. Uh And you're in a room where like I've outgrown this room. Yeah. And I need to remove myself. Like everything that's being said in this room is not filling me. It's not filling my cup. Um, Yeah, I can do without being in in this uh, function right now. Yeah. Or or say if like, you know, you go to a party or whatnot, you know, amongst friends, you expect it to be
1: a little more, you know, mingling and whatnot. Beer pong is at the party. uh, you, You might be a
0: little bit past that. Right, no, beer pong is popping though. I mean, that's fun. I don't need to drink the beer, but like, you know, what I mean, if I can hit a little Kobe fake away, <laughs> you know, what I mean, bing it off the uh-huh. table and little shit. little step I, back with the ping right. right. pong ball. I'm cool, with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I was late to the beer pong thing. I, I was too. I didn't right, use right. the party like that at right. all. Yeah, that's one thing that white parties like just always had. Yeah, I didn't go to too many white parties.
1: I, I mean, not until I got older, not until yeah, I got older, right? But they got the uh, was it the cornhole.
0: Yeah. You got so, exposed to that, you said, right? Shout out to my man, Tommy. <laughs> um, Congratulations on the baby boy coming sometime in December. Congrats, sir. Um, yeah, so I played cornhole for the first time. It's awesome, man. I understand the rate. That shit is competitive, too, bro. You yes. play with teams? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, my God. Oh. It gets lit. I need, I need a board for myself. They actually have, like, custom ones I've seen, like, you can get your own. Are we old? Think so, Why is man? cornhole appealing? It just—it's a game, right? It right. could be—it could be a giant Jenga set, and I find always found that shit to be competitive as hell. It's not old. Oh, it's just—it's it's something different, right? right? It's something different. That's golf all. Golf has been calling me. It Has it been? Yeah.
0: Yo, you want to go golfing? I wouldn't mind going golfing.
1: That's I mean, cool, I always man. used to do like uh, the mini golf and whatnot. I, I like mini golf, but yeah,
0: like the official shit, I'm down for it. I'm down. <laughs> Guys just like get like more hobbies just to get out of the house. Yeah, maybe. Like we just obtain more hobbies. It's like badges.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just want to try something new, right? Right, right. I don't know, when you get when you get a house it's like fixing something or just like learning a new skill around the house. That becomes
0: your hobby horse and like uh, you know, even getting tools. Just I got a new tool set. You know what's funny? Yeah. So you know I just moved or whatever. My thing is uh, decorum. A Oh, decorum! decorum. Right. Like, I, like, so I've been going to these estate sales. Uh-huh. Right, I've been telling you about them. Like, Ooh. I'm addicted. I've been to two or three every weekend for the last like month. I'm about to get on it with you too, yo. But like, finding like a nice dresser. Yeah. Oh, this is a good end table. <laughs> oh, that would look really good in the back corner of the, the apartment. Yeah, you know I mean, like. Yeah. But I guess with at home. Like you, you run into that shit with home ownership.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I just uh, looked at my grout in the kitchen tile the other day, and just that shit alone, like you're just looking at, it, you're just like, this shit looks terrible, yo. And I mean, it's bad for the tile itself. Like if you don't regrout it, so I had to look up some videos. Do you find
0: yourself putting your hands on your hips a lot?
1: Ah, uh, oh. not so much. <laughs> but you just be tired at the end of the day, but like maybe in the next day you might be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs>
0: that yeah, I did that. Thanks. Um. Yeah, so I guess we, we'll keep moving. Yeah. We'll keep moving. All right, so I came across this shit on the internet. And last episode, I was talking with Britt. And we were kind of complaining the whole time. So it's like, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the to the <laughs> fans, the audience. But we were just complaining about life. Yeah. Like, life trash right now. Uh-huh. I don't know about you. I don't know if you're having fun. But it life is be trash. It could be better. It could always be better. And work has been crazy. Really. Yeah. yeah. Right? So so there's this thing called quiet quitting. Um, The now viral phrase, quiet quitting, is annoyingly imprecise and misleading whatever Um, some say it means doing the bare minimum at work or just not going above and beyond others say it's about setting healthy boundaries or not mindlessly buying into the hustle culture Mm -hmm. and then there are those who say it's about taking back control of your time and standing up to your employers expecting you to do more without paying you more sound like a socialist over there is that what that is could be it could be what do you think Have Uh, you ever quiet quit at your job?
1: Oftentimes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the job, you know, it's draining. It's, uh, you know, mentally stressful. And it's like, you know, why, why do I need to give all this effort for a job that's going to replace me, you know,
0: if something happens? You know, I'm laughing because, you know, like people, this shit has existed since the beginning of the time. Yeah, like people come up with a term for it. And now it's like taking over society. Like it's something new. Like right? it's something new. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, this ain't new. I've quiet quit a thousand times. I yeah. just do
1: it every week. It's it's a struggle between labor and uh and capital, bro. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, it's, I quiet quit all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Quiet quitting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just- honestly, though, like I'm probably wilding a bit, you know, when I, I would stay late and try to like get my work to, and that was a bit of a mental thing for me too, is because if I don't stay and do it, when I get back the next day, I'm gonna have to do it anyway. And it's gonna be even
0: more work on top of, you
1: know, what I left behind, so.
0: How long before we actually understand that like, we don't have to be at this place for 40 hours to be productive? Like, didn't we find that out during the pandemic? Yes, I think so. Yep. It, it's not on
1: us though, is it? It's on, it's on the employer. It's, 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 they're the ones that dictate the
0: rules. You have a kid. Yeah. You have a kid. Yep. You want to spend as much time with your child as possible, right? Absolutely. Like, ain't it bullshit that, like, you're stuck behind this cubicle? Yep. And there are times where, like, you just could be spending more. Absolutely. Investing more. And I used to feel guilty all the time about taking a
1: day off from work or whatnot because that's <laughs> that kind of the, the way I was raised. Window,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, hell yeah.
1: That yeah. was going. I have so much vacation and sick time; it's ridiculous. And I look at everybody else, and they they get four hours off. It's like I'm out. I'm going. I'm leaving early. I'm doing something with that time, and I should be doing that.
0: Yeah, I think I mean like especially with the younger generation, we're starting to recognize that like you know we were at home mm-hmm. like our caregivers or you know what I mean our parents. Like we was we was gone. Like yeah. I was by myself. I was telling my homeboy that uh, earlier today. That like I was in like third grade walking myself to school and locking the house up. Yeah. Like by myself, I knew when Saved by the Bell went off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I actually never used to watch Saved by the Bell when I was younger. Oh no, that was a shit. Never ever, yo. I would sit up, you know what I mean? Feet dangling off the sofa, having a bowl of cereal, and I knew once Saved by the Bell yeah. went off, it was time for me to leave, uh-huh. lock the door, and you know we was out for the day. But like that's kind of you can't you can't leave these kids no more. Yeah. No. No. Not no. at all. Like, what age would you feel comfortable leaving your daughter at home by herself for any, like, moment of time? Uh, I haven't even given it thought, to be honest with you, because she's still young right
1: now. But if I had to guess, maybe, like, 12, 13? 12, 13. That's like about the time, like, around 11 is when I started to get left at home by myself.
0: Yeah, I don't even think, like, it's frowned up. I think it's frowned upon to do that. Yeah. Like, at 11.
1: Yeah.
0: I was, like, at, like, 10, like, washing my own clothes and, like, cooking breakfast. Yeah. For me and my sister, like doing the summer, me and my brother used to have to like, watch my sister the entire summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a little i How much younger than you, shit? Seven years. Seven years, all right. Yeah. yeah so we would take like days on, days off. Uh-huh. You go do your thing with your friends yep. and just switch a rules. Making deals do... with each other like, yo, you watch her this time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my sister was all over the neighborhood. Like, she was at every basketball court. Uh Uh-huh. You stay in the sandbox over there. I'll be over here playing ball. Bro, I used to, like, she couldn't kick herself on the swings. What do you mean? Like, you know, like, after a while, you got to learn how to keep the momentum on the fucking swing. Uh So, like, we used to, like, hey, time out. I'll run over, push a man (laughs) high real quick, run back, you know, I hit a three. Yo, you're holding up the game, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. That's hilarious. Um, all right. I guess we move on from that. Uh this was interesting. Um days after the announcement of signing, Capitol Records has reportedly severed ties with the artificial rapper FN Mecca. Um I know you probably haven't kept up with this type of story. No. But um there is a rapper uh they created like a virtual rapper mm-hmm. and signed them to a deal. Yeah, I mean, I seen the video. Uh why? why? I don't know it's a new thing I think they were so like excited to be the first to do shit that they don't really think stuff out because there was a bunch of backlash from the public Mm -hmm. um, basically centered around like just the gross caricature of black culture Right. like you know uh, this racially ambiguous artist with green hair Uh saying Uh nigga the person that created them is like uh, it's a white person Mm -hmm. so you have that Dynamic, element of it, you know. that dynamic of it. Um, it's also voiced by a black artist who spoke out. His right. name is Kyle the Hooligan. Um, he didn't receive any money, any compensation. He of thought it not. was more of a, of course. <laughs> but this is like regular music industry practice. Exactly. Yep. You take the cadence, you take the style, you take all the things that make it the culture, and then. All the things that make it. Marketable. The culture, yeah, black culture is very what marketable. Sells. Yeah. It is what everybody's trying to get a piece of. Yep. So in that, it's no different. It's just crazy that like no one in the boardroom saw that this could be a potential issue. I mean, I'm sure they did, but probably didn't care, right? Do you think that gets like chased off as like an expense? Like there's an expected there's amount a cost of, of doing you, business. Yeah, like there's an expected amount of like social backlash that you could get. And sure. Like okay, that's acceptable. Yeah, you're absolutely. Like, the, the profit might outweigh.
1: Companies do that make that decision all the time. Oh, it's a like you know? risk assessment, right? Exactly. Yep. Like, hey, I could get fined for you know doing this bad business practice. I think uh, if you look at like a what was it like Wells Fargo had some scam a while ago. Wells Fargo, dirty as hell. Yeah, yeah, hey. but it was just like hey, like we'll get fined maybe. Uh, few million dollars for it but (laughs) we just made two billion right right, so that's i'll take that deal every time right if if you're from a corporation standpoint no morals or ethics involved Mm -hmm. so yeah i think absolutely it's a business decision
0: okay so let's let's take let's take it so i hate to be that guy but we have a podcast we have to tag every angle how mad can we really be that that is the the cartoon caricature of what people think the culture is when there's a lot of people that are being that caricature in real life. There's a lot of nigga shit. Yeah. I mean, it it makes it hard to kind of like to criticize people
1: for, you know, attacking it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's like, Y'all can't do that, though. Like, this, this is how shit. Yeah, <laughs> like a,
0: But no, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah,
1: exactly. But it, it's, it's it's hard to say that in a country like this where, oh, my freedom, my freedom. Uh, I should have freedom to say whatever I want.
0: It's like, like, that gets in the way. But I, I, I don't know it's getting scary it's yeah. getting scary because Britt had sent me something recently yeah and it was somebody doing like the deep fakes okay and just how easy yeah. it is for like the the it's crazy people. like technology well. is really outpacing us yeah it is and it's not going to be long when we're really like faced with the decision of like well what do we do with our time yeah since technology is kind of like phasing us out
1: yeah well uh, in theory what should happen is as you know technology takes over and things get automated it should allow you more time more freedom to do the things that you want to do with your life right like you shouldn't have to go to work and whatnot to survive like that should be kind of like a thing that like hey i want to contribute to society
0: yeah but isn't that like the hardest part like of life though is figuring out what you want to do yeah Oftentimes. But that's the hardest part for a lot of people. It is. I still feel like I'm
1: not doing what I want to do. I mean, I don't want to do it, obviously, but I don't know what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing this. Th- really? Yeah. Well,
0: what are you passionate about?
1: Uh, I mean... I know.
0: So, <laughs> <but, laughs> Good. We, we know. What is it? Politics. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But that's like fairly new. For me, yeah. I mean, the last few years, probably, yeah. What, what did you think you were going to do when you were younger? When the, like, the teacher went around in elementary school and was like, wait, little Darrell, what are you It was be? either uh, artist or architect, usually. Artist or, ar- or architect. Yeah. And why didn't you go into either? Uh,
1: the architect, I think it was more so like, you uh, got to be good with math. And uh, I just, I hated math, bro. Yeah, I was horrible at <laughs> like man. Yeah, just not my thing. But I always loved history, so it actually makes sense that like I would get into politics or something like that.
0: Because mm. it's all history. Do you think politics is what you would do now if you weren't doing what you were doing? If not politics, it'd be something in, like, political media. All right, yeah, so I think we'll, we'll move on. I'm going to let you take this next one, yo, because you brought this to my attention. All
1: right. Um, so, yeah, there's a headline that I saw, stumbled across. Uh, it says, hostess who held Juneteenth party with Trump cutout, KFC buckets, admits to posting racist tweets. So I was like, I got to dive in. What's going on here? <laughs> So, there's a black firefighter by the name of Gerard Jones. He
0: says he was forced to a party in New York. Gerard Jones is like the most nigga name I've ever heard. <laughs> Gerard Jones? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's definitely in a white name, so. Um, but he goes, has to go to, he's forced to go to this party by his uh, superior. And um, gets to the party, says he sees. Buck is a KFC out. Hennessy is out. And just, you kind of know that's intentional. <laughs> that sounds like a good party. Bro. It,
0: it sounds like a good party. <laughs> I would only be mad that it wasn't Popeyes instead of KFC.
1: Yeah, yeah. Popeyes
0: is the shit, man. Popeyes KFC, is way. KFC weak. is
1: trash. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. if you know, you know. Well, I mean, it's just it's, it's, it's the crispiness, right? Like I felt like KFC chicken was always like so wet and like soggy.
0: Yeah, and it's just it's not seasoned. Yeah, like, Popeyes, yeah that too. Popeyes is like. That's like the mother at church that's cooking while the service is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of herbs and spices that's in Popeye's. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, get some. You need some? <laughs> right, and then I couldn't never really get... Like, the colonel looked like a slave master to me. Like, I never really could get over the <laughs> that... that there, like, there's yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, there's also that. They try to make him look all nice and friendly and shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not beat. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying it.
1: <laughs> so, he files a formal complaint after his party. And... um. know the family uh they're forced on the defensive at this point right Mm -hmm. so they go on national television going and saying oh you know this is outrageous that we're not racist this is the family of this is the the white family that hosted the party right Uh, a woman by the name of mary nicoza and dr nicholas nicoza Mm -hmm. um it's their party um Mm -hmm. Apparently, they didn't feel that anything was racist. They said about the KFC, they said, the woman,
0: quote, she says, it was an easy meal. It was an <laughs> easy meal. <laughs> yeah, especially when you didn't have to cook it. Yeah, like, right. When, when, when Big Mama was in the back cooking it, shuffling it up. From- <laughs> exactly. This is an affluent part of New York,
1: Rochester, right? There's a lot of money there. And this, and I think uh, Gerard Jones said that this is a very affluent part of the city. So, that motherfuckers not eating KFC. Yeah, nah, you, come Bring on. them crazy yeah. potato salad out, like yeah. we know what's going on. Tennessee, come on, like get the fuck out of here. I'm not messing with that bullshit. Yo. So, um, they they go and have this press conference. Their lawyer is saying that uh, I challenge anybody in this room, right, in their 50 years of life, over 50 years of life, to find anything racist that they've done or said. Uh-huh. It comes out. I'm sorry, she actually admitted at the press conference beforehand. She came clean and said that just full disclosure i want to let you know that i do have a twitter account that uh is a parody account in mm-hmm. which she has posted some racist tweets
0: <laughs> you know they love to throw that word parody yeah right that or satire right that's right satire that's, is it's, it's satire. Just satire right just can't can't be harmful <laughs> if it's satire right Dying
1: racism so they go in and they look at this Twitter account, and there's some racist ass fucking shit on here, bro.
0: You showed me some shit that was yeah, fucking wild.
1: Man. Like they have a picture of a I guess seemingly a black man, big lips, and there's flies and like a like an odor coming from it and whatnot, and it says, "Give me a
0: dollar." Give me a dollar. Give me spelled G I B. Give me a dollar. All right, so my toxic trait is like. Like, blatant racist shit makes uh-huh. me laugh sometimes. I mean, at some point, yeah, you're just so desensitized to it, right? It has
1: to be funny. Right.
0: It yeah. has to be funny. It's funny. I've been going to these estate sales, and low-key, uh-huh. you go to enough of these joints, you run into some racist shit. Like what? Like, I saw one that had, like, a like a sculpture yeah. of, like, a butler with blackface. Oh, and, and God. I saw a cutout, like carnival where you stick your face in yeah but it was the mouth of like a big lipped red black now. face yeah come on now and, and the- i wanted to do some research and see if like that type of like uh, uh memorabilia and shit if there's like a real market for that yeah shit. yeah like, i would love to know because they just dealing our shit yeah i've seen like you're doing
1: a lot of these estate sales and like people just have this shit in their homes? Yeah. That's that's wild to Um, me,
0: yo. I saw like, uh, well, it was dope. I came across one and it was like old paper clippings of stuff. And like, it was like New York Times 1865 was talking about like the future of black men in this country, and uh-huh. if they're gonna get rights or be like back open. then they called them the Negro. Yeah, right, <laughs> the Negro. Uh-huh. Um, but I find like that type of stuff interesting. Yeah. But I would just love to know, cause I mean, I go thrifting and stuff a lot. I remember I went to like a Goodwill, uh-huh. and there was like a, a record, and it was some white band like folk band or whatever. Right. Had mad racist titles. Really? Right, and it was tucked off in the back. Like, uh-huh. like they didn't want anybody to see it. Yeah. But they knew it was there. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we got them. But, uh, you know, yeah, that's right, exclusive right. stuff. It wasn't with the other the other. One. I was crate-digging. It wasn't with the other one. Hey, man, what's this all about? right like, here oh, 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 keep that on the wraps. They said my like, cotton-picking nigga was track seven or shit. So. Yeah, mammy. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> mammy. <laughs> Uh, yeah so that's my toxic trick but uh you have more on that story what, what else happened um so yeah basically um he filed a
1: formal complaint and uh you know they're they give giving this press conference all this shit comes out they're like oh it took me 35 years to build up my career and uh it, just in two hours it all just came down like people are attacking my children online that cancel culture is cruel it's quote Ooh, this guy is the husband yeah. yeah and it's just like don't do racist shit man like
0: it's, it's not cancel culture people That's don't right. want to be associated with that. What would be wild to me is, like, is there really just, like, that much of a lack of awareness with some of these people? It could be. You couldn't see a couple steps after this ahead? Yeah. yeah. And then why was he required? Go have that party by yourself. Why is this one black dude required right. to go? Exactly. And it's not only that. It's just, like,
1: um, you felt like you're safe to do it in your own home, I guess. But, like, you see these stories. Like, there's plenty of stories, like, on the news and whatnot. I know that they especially if his wife is on social media. You see all of this shit. And you just think that oh won't happen to me, and then it happens to you, and then you're all
0: like oh why 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 is this happening to me? It's like dummy. I, mean, I really think a part of it is like just the conditioning of never having consequences for a lot of shit. Yeah. Like after a while, like if no one's gonna come get me for this shit, this is gonna turn normal and gonna turn regular and especially if you're yeah. rich, you but know, you gotta see the ties is there? changing, man. You I gotta see it. like
1: that shit don't fly. I mean in the that's where a lot of the shit is coming from. They're being really resistant to, uh, you know, I guess the white lash, you know, is, is really resistant to this change. Is that a term? It is a term. Yeah.
0: Yep. White lash, bro. Yep. Um, Yo, they want to be victims so bad, yo. Yeah, how old? They be like the biggest perpetrators and like they flip, they can flip it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Spatula. Yup. You ever seen a crying white woman the attention that it gets? Oh yeah, oh, I mean, God. we got records of that. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we have yep. a record. We still trying to get over Emmett what, too. What was it, that woman
1: in the park What was it the dog park? And uh the guy was like, hey, you can't have your dog off the yeah, leash. And she, she started sh- crying and whatnot. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> Yeah.
0: And tried to like get this man arrested. Yo, it, it's like a switch. Yeah. That's the scary part about it. You know, turn the off. weaponizing of white tears yep. has gotten many a niggas locked like, up or killed you know? it's crazy but I, I just you know I, I have white friends I talk to my white friends about some of these stories and it just be like yo like what is the mindset like I'm not saying you are like those people but yeah. like could you like identify where their brain could even go to think that this was acceptable Yeah, and I think those are like maybe like the important conversations Like, having those people that are, like, yeah, they're not these folks. Yeah. But, like, could you even see how they thought that was cool? Yeah.
1: Like. And, you know, that's why I always say, like, black people, like, we need to have these conversations with white people, too, right? And that's the only way to educate them on this stuff. And I know that, you know, oftentimes we feel like it's not our responsibility to do it. But at
0: the same time, if you want things to change, like, you kind of have to have these difficult conversations. I'd be on the fence with it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because it'd just be like, yo, bro, like We had to fight to get educated.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we had to fight an uphill battle to be considered human. Yep. Fight an uphill battle to, to learn yep. and be educated. And now we also have to take on the burden of educating shit that should be common sense. You hey, so. you can't do that.
1: Yep, you would think so. But when you've been in an insular community, right? A bubble, not integrating with these others, like we would other them then, yeah, of course you're going to think that certain things are okay, right?
0: Are white people kind of like a cult? (laughs) No, follow me. Like, I'm not even being funny, yo. But, like, insulated community uh, uh, policy, redlining and everything kept neighborhoods away I think it was like a Martin Luther King like demonstration or riot was the first time that like white America really got to see exactly what was going on in some of these cities with the hoses and dogs and shit like that and it was like a shock to them were they so insulated like a cult to the point where like you know, I, I watch cult shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I love cults. They they <laughs> wear pastel clothing. All of a sudden, the guy has rights to everybody's wife. Exactly, like, it's, yeah. but like, yeah, like not even to be funny though. But like, it is kind of like a cult. It's it's kind of like an ideology mm-hmm. that they've been so separated and insulated that they haven't had to ac- really accommodate other cultures. It's true, yeah. And they think they think. I'm using they very loose right the thought is like just minorities being here is them accommodating yeah you know? but like no it goes a step further you're not immersing you're not you know
1: yep and it kind of plays to like hey like these people are getting things and if they're getting things and that's taken away from me and what I have right right, right, right. There's that sense uh, you know and it, it bleeds over into so many of the other issues that you see in this country
0: I was talking about um this with a friend recently mm-hmm. I think America, And like the founding fathers, there is a lack, there's an idea of scarcity. Yeah. And that idea of scarcity leads to a lot of the problems that we have. Absolutely. Where, you know, the motherland, Africa and stuff, it's always been plenty there. Mm -hmm. They operate in plenty and in cup runneth over type shit. So I think I think that might be one of the fundamental differences between black people and white people. Mm Uh, I think that I had uh, heard somewhere that, uh, you know, while
1: black people were working on, you know, agriculture and, you know, benefiting society kind of like that, you know, white people and Europeans were at war, right? Working on... I'm trying to steal it. Well, yeah, yeah, working <laughs> on and constantly being embattled, right. right? And then that, I guess in a sense, you know, it gave them the
0: advantage of, you know enslaving people and conquest and shit like that where i mean that makes sense because you you take that years later what do we do we invade countries with ulterior motives and you know we're trying to get the oil oh but there's weapons of mass destruction or we need to get in there and there's always mining Mining for whatever whatever, whatever, diamonds resources there's always been a there's a scarcity thing out here that just propels, especially this country, I think. Well, it, I think that it's not so much the
1: scarcity thing, it's more so that uh, it, it's, it's about resource extraction and that I need to keep you at a subservient level in order to uh, make sure that you can't rise up and take what I have, right? So, yeah, I guess in a sense, you're right. It is a scarcity thing, right? It's just that I need to keep you here so that I continue to be here.
0: Sort of sense. Right, right, right. Right? why does somebody always have to lose man i mean but uh, i mean we're talking rose colored glasses utopian type i mean that's what we should be
1: striving for though isn't it like i I get that the world is the way it is and history is kind of like fed into you know this is the way that things have been done this is the way it has to be it doesn't though like it's like people can't even imagine a a different future Mm -hmm. or something
0: just different in general but it's hard to strive towards that when there's People that already live that in their bubble. Yeah, you know, yeah. So like there's people that already feel like this is a utopia. You see it every day. Yeah, you uh, need to uh, just I be grand. you're that, in America. Yeah.
1: America. yeah, I mean, maybe the capitalist class could say that because they got all the fucking money. But uh, everybody else, we should be always de- we should be demanding more at all points in time. Right. Right. No, no, I agree. I mean, like student loan debt shit, and you know, if you're kind of looking at. Uh, how the people were reacting to it. Right. That oh, that's not fair. And, uh, oh, why should I have to pay for, you know, somebody who got a liberal arts degree and can't uh, do anything with it? And it's like, you're totally missing the point.
0: Like, it, what's been most interesting to me, though, because like, we expect that from, like, you know, the Republican pundits no. cliche, that is exactly the stance. I'm seeing that from regular ordinary people. Yeah, I'm seeing that from folks that, you know, were able to pay off their bills. Yep. And I, you just see just how quick the ideology changes.
1: Well, I'm one of those people that paid off mine. I feel total opposite. I feel uh-huh. this is great. I don't think that anybody should have have to suffer just because I did. Right. right? right. That's that's silly. It's just like, oh yeah, I, I made it, and I'm gonna kick the ladder on the way down. You know, on my way up.
0: Yeah, but it's like, it's crazy because it's almost like you know, pick them up by their bootstraps. Yeah, which is physically impossible. But by seeing the way. that come from the people that are like traditionally super left leaning. Mm-hmm. Is wild to me, I and that's seen why any I have of those a, yet, I've I've right? seen some, yeah. I've seen some, and and that's why like the cognitive the cognitive dissonance that some of these people possess uh-huh. is art, like, yeah. it's <laughs> practice at this point because I expect it from them. I don't expect it from some of the yeah. folks that I've seen it from, yeah. And my position on it is, I got a lot of my debts forgiven, yeah. very grateful for that shit. Yeah. But even if I didn't, I wouldn't be hating on somebody that. Did. Right, you shouldn't. You know, like, if we really want to be utopian and we're trying to work towards, you know, being accepting and making life better for everybody else, right. for everybody, including myself, mm-hmm. like, your win is just as valuable as mine exactly
1: like you know but it's it's so not like you, they get it and like the work stops like all right no nope, nothing else to
0: be done here no like you push for something else you push for what you need right, right. and it'd be the same people that be arguing about like corporate greed and like big business and yes. shit like that that get yes. all the guys tax breaks and shit yep nothing to say then this is the first time the average person yeah gets exactly. a tax quote unquote break yeah
1: Honestly, I can't tell you how many times, bro, I've heard from people say government is inefficient, government doesn't do anything for the people. And when they actually do some shit for
0: people, then they fucking up in arms about it anyway. What I will say, though, yeah. and this is the whack part, and I don't want g- want this to get lost. Yep. If they could have did this now, mm-hmm. they could have did this years ago. Bro, they've
1: been giving money to Ukraine nonstop for the last, what, six months? And that's the slap in the face that we
0: just got to exactly. see at all times.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it, it <laughs> I, It's that, and it's just... You have to understand, like, how spending works with the government. Like, the government doesn't operate like a household. I've said it before. And this is not going to, like, it's not a hard thing to do. Like, the government owns the debt to the student loan, 92%
0: of it. They can just decide we're just not going to collect on it. They can get
1: rid of all of it if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, and that's the problem. So, like, you know, it's always convenient time and, you know, midterms is coming up. Yep. But, like, I feel like it's whack to know for certain that this was saved in the back pocket. It's a carrot that they're dangling in front of people. It's like, hey, yeah.
1: this, this, this is this yeah, is you can get this if you. But vote that's hard. For it,
0: it makes it hard to be excited about it because, like, I've gone through it with this shit. Yeah. I know people like me have gone through it with this shit. Yeah. Like living with that type of debt and having that and just knowing that's in the back of your head, and it's debilitating. Yeah. It seems like, yo, honestly, like sometimes you be at work and you be like, yo, fuck it, fuck yeah. it, <laughs> fuck it, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I don't yeah, care, yeah. it's never getting paid off. Yeah, yeah. But like. Living with that, and you know people are living with that, and you using it as a carrot to dangle, oh, yeah. and you 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 wait until you know the ninth inning in order to pull this out. Exactly. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
1: negate the fact that I think they estimated forty five million Americans like are now debt free because of this, right? Beautiful. That's that's Beautiful. not a you know something. Yeah, exactly. That's not something to uh, frown at, but um, at the same time, more needs to be done. Right? You haven't fixed the uh, the systems that are in place that enabled this shit in the first place, right? Right, right, right. So like you need to also on top of that
0: pass some other laws that prevent this shit from happening again. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. You know it's so crazy and I've said this a thousand times, I'm sorry if you all have heard this before. Bro, at 17, you can't sign shit. You can't do nothing. I was at 17 signing hundreds of thousand dollar documents. How is that acceptable? Yeah, it's like, you know, you're 17 years old. You don't know what the hell you're signing. You're just like, yeah, I'll be rich one day. (laughs) I remember saying that all the time. I'll be rich one day. It won't matter. (laughs) And I went to uh, my parents' crib and I had some mail there, yo. They did, I I came up on a $260 check from Navian. It's so crazy seeing them have to pay you. Yeah, right? (laughs) Man, (laughs) motherfucker, give my motherfucking money. I should have started just calling the 800 number when I got my shit expunged, like, when I knew it was in the works, <laughs> uh-huh. and just kept bugging them like they bugged me bitch. and shit. Yeah, Navian. Bitch. Where that bitch Navian <laughs> at? <laughs> Word up, <laughs> Sally Mae. <Yeah>. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: All right yo. oh yeah man but no this is a good thing so ultimately it's a good thing but yeah more has to be done
0: yeah i saw the white house tweeting and responding to like certain clips of republican it's like uh uh criticizing this move uh uh-huh. and they were like yeah but you got your 1.5 billion ppp e-loan P- right. what is it ppe P-P-P. yeah ppp loan yeah. forgiven yep. no issues there yeah I mean, that's what i'm talking about like that cognitive this how can you get in front of a camera and and get mad at this when you know you just did that
1: it's just about putting spin on things and just to create division right if the argument doesn't have to be sound it just has to be enough to make sense to your side enough that you're willing to freaking go at bat for it
0: it just has to do with vocal motion yeah, exactly with yeah. everything that's it, it the reactionaries right right yeah. right. you react to uh you know the other side did something we're so easily manipulated yeah, man he, so right. easily, like yeah. even, I'm not above it. No, we're not. We're not. None of us are. Yeah, we're all guilty
1: of it. But you know, the powers that be—they know this. They know this. There's right. science to this shit. There is absolutely. They do focus groups. Right. They pull people off the street. And say, "We'll pay you for your opinion on these things." They'll present an idea, and they work out what works best.
0: That's kind of how they run campaigns, right? And yeah. seeing like what they're gonna champion yeah. on and all oh, that yeah. shit. Absolutely, they're they're actual like think
1: tanks. They call them that. Uh, you know. Some Democrats or, let's say, liberal organizations and Republican organizations, they fund them, and then they look for the data, and
0: that's what they do. They don't mm-hmm. have to look hard. We just give it to them. They, well, pretty <laughs> much, <yeah. laughs> we just give it to them for a free Gmail account
1: or whatever the case is. You know, I'll pay you uh, X amount of dollars for you know an hour of your time. It's 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 a science to this shit. Right. You know, and that's why I constantly like try to tell people that. You can't be lazy with this stuff, right? You can't just chalk it up to oh, they're all corrupt and whatnot. There's a lot of shit going on, you know. And it's like everybody thinks that I can just vote for the president every four years. They and all then, are corrupt. Though. Uh, I, I I totally disagree with that. I Totally disagree with it. I think there are plenty of good politicians out there, but government is big, right? You got state level, federal level, you got local levels.
0: I just feel like that the. the the inclination to wanting to have that power mm-hmm. there's something in you.
1: Oh, you got to be a bit of a narcissist. You that's what be. I'm saying. That's, yeah. yeah, you have to be. And that's not a good trait. No, it's not at all. But, you know, somebody has to do the job, right? If you feel like you have ideas that could help, you know, why not you?
0: Do they really have yeah. to do the job?
1: Just let us out here. Just yeah. let us out here be free. <laughs> Just let
0: us run wild.
1: See, you want a libertarian uh, utopia. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard some, uh, I always like seeing debates with libertarians, because um, you know, a guy I look at, he always like breaks it down and um, he kind of like pushes them into a corner. And he's mm-hmm. Like, all right, if you have a house, right, that's your house. There's no government. Well, who's gonna say that you have claim of that house? I come in
0: there with my homies, and we, hey, this is our house now, bro. They're coming in with their homies anyway. Who, who is? What do you mean? But this there's rampant crime. Like, oh. this, like people are breaking. Like that, that doesn't stop. Whatever government is in place, mm-hmm. human nature is just gonna be human nature. Uh, in my no. opinion. I'm okay. just I'm not saying that as fact. Yeah. But in my opinion, like people suck uh-huh. under any government that you put in place. I think that in particular in
1: our situation with capitalism and whatnot, that uh like money and money interest like push that and it's like we just we want to make more money, so we're gonna lobby and try to do
0: things that get us
1: more money, no matter what the consequences are.
0: Was the introduction of money like the downfall of mankind? Uh when you when you can assign value yes. to something, yeah, like that started with assigning value to an item, yeah, whatever, and got all the way up to assigning value to a person, right, and still <laughs> assigning value to people because you know the industrial prison complex, yes, money is yeah. really like they say to root all the evil, it like is. some of these sayings, like you know that we, we take them for, yeah we take it for granted, but yeah. like it really yeah. is yeah. a Beast problem, based as fuck, bro,
1: right. based as hell, um, yeah, no, I mean. I'm I'm always going to lean and fall back on um, that money, you know, kind of pushes and drives most of the
0: terrible shit that we see that's going on in the country now. I don't know if it's just money, huh? No. Is money and power so closely related that, like, they're interchangeable? Um,
1: Maybe. I mean, greed is in there, too, but it's greed for money. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like what you said before, right, is that uh, we don't want to lose the things that we have right so we have to keep on consuming and getting more right it just i don't know if it it makes you feel secure to do
0: so or so do you boil that down to human nature Hmm. if you're in a position an advantageous position Mm -hmm. for your family your daughter your wife you know um do you ever want to lose that you don't want to lose it no but i also
1: feel at some some point some stage that i want to start giving to other people i want to start you know expanding my circle mm. in that case because i can i have the ability to and um
0: i don't feel like you get that from people at the top man it's just like hey it's, it's us and fuck everybody else but you know what you get it you get it in ways in which that we got student loans mm-hmm. right before they stand to benefit from that announcement right right before a midterm election yeah. right before when this whole time you could have done it yeah i mean that's, and that's but that's still a power That's politics here as it stands now. Yeah, but we're supposed to just applaud that as just a victory, which is still a victory. That's what I'm saying. They be muddying even the accomplishments get muddied under this shit. I don't think you should applaud it at all. I think that you
1: should criticize what needs to be criticized and then you demand more. Yeah, like that's why, you know, like don't even celebrate it. Yeah, like or celebrate that again, like with the student loan debt, right? Mm -hmm. Celebrate that it has helped 45 million people, right? But on top of that, hey, Joe Biden, you're not doing enough. All right this is a this is a ha- this is not a handout. this is a crumbs, mm-hmm. basically, right? And we need more. like we need more. I think that you can do both. Like you don't have to necessarily like people would say that, oh, you're just you know whatever the Democrats do, you love it. It's like, no, like I can be critical and still like celebrate the small victories that we get. Mm-hmm. like it's it's
0: you yeah, go. What do you think the the next big thing that needs to get tackled? Healthcare? healthcare. Yeah,
1: I think that we need a Medicare for all system. If you didn't have to worry about healthcare coverage at, at the workplace, right? I don't know how much you, I don't know if you get the full benefits like I do, but they take out a lot, bro. Yeah, no, bro. no, no I mean, They, they take out like $1,000 a month almost, bro.
0: And we do not take advantage like we should yeah. right? No, no, right? No, you do that, right?
1: Because you still, because you still got to go pay, you know, copay or whatever, the deductible. And it's like, why? <laughs> you know, other countries have free healthcare. And it's like, we could do the same thing. And if we didn't have to worry about that, that extra money is going into my check, right? Yeah. That extra money is going to shit that I can use it for yeah. rather than some fucking insurance company that's not doing shit for me, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Things don't go to the doctor anyway.
1: Yeah, but again, because they're scared, right? You're scared to hear something that's going to be like, hey, you know, you got cancer, yo. It's going, you're going to need all these treatments. So just the threat of that and knowing... Not so much that you would have to do the treatment, but how much it's going to cost you. Right, right, right. I think medical debt, they said, is the number one form of bankruptcy in this country at this point. That's crazy. That is crazy. Wow, wild, y'all. That seeing, is crazy. There was a story about an old couple who had all this medical debt off themselves. Off themselves. Couldn't deal with it
0: no more. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Debilitated. <laughs> it's just... I heard a story of somebody who, like, hurt themselves overseas yeah. and just how smoothly it went with yeah. no problems. Yep. They were waiting to have to pay something. They're like, yeah. no, you're good. Yep. You're like, what? See ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. The nigga broke their whole leg, femur bone snapped in half. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> see see ya you on your way. <laughs> All right. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we can move on to the next. So I came across this. Uh Missouri School District announces the return of corporal punishment for students through paddle use. If those who don't know what corporal punishment is, that is ass whooping? Ass whoopings that the teacher can give you. Uh Right? So... Uh, The Hill reports the Cassville School District in South Missouri has sent shockwaves throughout the city and to the parents due to a highly controversial announcement regarding forms of discipline. The Cassville District just confirmed it plans to reinstate It's decades-past implementation of corporal punishment for students. Underneath the new policy, the school district's employees will be allowed to punish students by paddling them, (laughs) which is described as a last resort if other forms of discipline fail to work. Effectively, um, parents will have the option to opt into the new policy or decide against it. I'm not a parent. Yeah. Yeah. I know the times, yo, shout out to my mom. <laughs> shout out to the mom. Cause there were times where I'd act up in school. She had to come down to the school. Uh-huh. One thing she never did was let them folks know that I was I was gonna get my ass off when I got home. <laughs> she, she would be, never, she'd be like, she well, kept I, composure. Yeah, well how you know he did it. Man, his hands are red. <laughs> right? right? But like, like if my mother heard that they laid a finger on me, yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. You about to get some punch, punishment. My yeah, mother so. went to my sister's elementary school and made the principal cry. Really? Yeah. She do that? that? How'd she do that? I don't know. I don't I know, know what was said in that did? room, but I just not right? so know what happened right? afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but uh yeah you have children like yeah. what the fuck
1: man look you ain't putting your hands on my daughter yo absolutely not i don't even how does that come up though like without the parents knowing ahead of time like they're just like yeah we're gonna make a decision well i think they get to decide on it right yeah you said they get the vote on it whatnot but usually like the vote would happen before that even like i I don't know uh, maybe i'm just misunderstanding and but,
0: you get well you, you don't beat your kid no, no, no. That's it. We kind of left that. Did you get beatings as a kid? Uh, some, some. Yeah, my cousins would tell you none at all. But I think heard. that's starting to fade out. That that's starting yeah. to fade out with this new parenting style. I um, think that we recognize that uh, it's kind of productive a bit, yeah. right? That
1: if you can't explain to your kid, you know, why they're wrong. Without
0: beating them, right, right, right. That it's that's more on you. you. Yeah, yes. that's more about your parenting style, exactly, right? Exactly. But you know, it was just wild to me when I saw this story. You know, they are doing everything in their power not to protect kids. Yeah. Like these kids are going to war zones, going to these <laughs> schools, and now they and now they have the option to get beat yeah. if they're you know. Yeah,
1: and then again, once you have that as an option, right? It's uh-huh. like what what's going to trigger that? Right? Could it be something light? Hey, you were talking in class.
0: You know what I want to happen? Yeah. If if they're going to allow that, allow that all the way up to grade 12 uh-huh. and see if these teachers don't yeah, catch these right. fucking hands. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <all> <laughs> son, because son. Yep. these kids are fucking different. Yes, you know. sir. Square up. Square, Square the fuck it up. up. <laughs> you know it was wild. Like I feel like as as kids we used to wild in class, but there's certain levels we wouldn't take it to. These kids yeah. take it to the max. Yeah, yeah. No, they're a different breed. I
1: mean, we talk a lot of shit about like how they soft and whatnot, but okay. in all
0: cases, <laughs> on, man. they're going to, They have to wear bulletproof backpacks yeah. in some yeah. some
1: schools. Yeah. Like
0: you're doing active shooter drills, yo. We used to do fire drills. Right. There's a fire. Everybody head to the door. Right. Yeah. These kids are never going to school again. No. <laughs> not They have all. to deal with potential shoot, like active shooters, yeah. and now, the, now the, the parents can jump them. Yeah, or, you know, what about, then they want to, like, put, like, police officers in school,
1: too? You know, what what does that come with? You know, I've seen a video of a police officer in the school tackling this girl down the stairs, man. It's like,
0: do you want that? You know? Well, there's always been, like, we had a police officer in our school, but it's, not, like, now. Yeah. It was, like, one of them faux police officers. Like, yeah. And it was the one that, like, about to retire soon. You. you know, what I mean got the desk work. Yeah, I think he had the gym teacher that acted as like the security officer yeah, certain periods yeah. of the day. His name was Coach Punko, bro Coach
1: Punko? Yeah, he was yeah. cool, what yeah he was cool So You he sound like he cool, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: but he was a little chummy with the girls, wasn't yeah, he? Uh, was it that know.
1: coach I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember that far. <laughs> there was always that gym teacher. There was uh-huh. always that one. <laughs> oh yeah we like him. Yeah you're a little too chummy with the girls. Yeah probably noticed that shit back then but yeah thinking back on it
0: maybe. <laughs> Um, what else you got for? I don't know. There's not really nothing I'm that crazy. You know what? I will say this. So there was a report that came up, and it was a Los Angeles mother Sue's daughter's elementary school for cotton picking oh, project. Come on. Back in 2017, a teacher at Southwest at Laurel Cinematic Arts Creative Tech Mag. God damn. <laughs> That's prestigious as shit. Not right? um, abbreviations. Holy right? shit. Uh, created a cotton field in the front of the school and made an assignment for students to pick cotton. Her reason for recreating or for creating the project was to get students to identify with real life experience of African-American slaves. Yeah. In response, a black mother named Roshunda Pitts filed a lawsuit against the school after seeing the cotton field when she dropped her 14-year-old daughter off at school. When Pitts wasn't able to discuss her concerns with the school's principal, Amy Diaz, she spoke with an assistant principal, Brian, I can't say that last last name, don't matter, uh, who tried to give an explanation of the offensive project. This is that that dissonance. (laughs) This is that dissonance. why (laughs) why Why? but no it i only brought that up because my mother used to go out in school and like cause havoc at school
1: you do you see her in that role (laughs) oh shit
0: she would have turned that whole field up she would have tore that field up Uh (laughs) that's so crazy yo yeah that's so wild what did you think was gonna happen when you do some shit like that like what, 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 what do you think that the reaction was gonna be the same reaction that they thought the fucking Juneteenth party, party was. The yeah. same reaction, like that's why I really be having to ask my white friends sometimes. And yeah, just like do they think a couple steps ahead, like in today's? Or party. do you just do? Or do you just do? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's mind boggling. Mind boggling. <laughs> um. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. I had my little Fauci conspiracy. He's stepping down, but it wasn't nothing. There's no deep dive.
1: Yeah, man. Say it again. He's been around for like 50 years or something like that. No,
0: I, I think there's something there, but I don't feel like talking about COVID. All right. <laughs> I don't feel like talking about COVID. All right, man. Um. Yo, good looking. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode. Repeat offenders. This was episode five. I think I said that at the end. At the beginning. And we will be back. Love y'all. Peace. Next time.